0: Hello guys, welcome to the Anchor Book Club. My name is Olaolu and I'm your host. Uh, by now you can tell from the sound of my voice that it's not really in good shape. But I wouldn't let that deter me from getting what needs to be done done today. So I'll be going straight into my review of chapter 3 of The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. and the title of the chapter is Apprehending God Apprehending God To most people God is an inference not a reality He must be they say Therefore we believe He is Others only know of Him by hearsay So the belief that so many people have in God is based on what they have heard other people say about him not necessarily because of the fact that they have experienced the reality of God himself to some others is an ideal they see God as goodness as beauty as truth as life as nature as some sort of creative impulse these people don't know God in personal experience They don't think of God in the manner of which we think of things or people, even though they think he exists. But God communicates his realness to us throughout scriptures, with terminology used to express knowledge of physical things. Bible says things like, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He also says in scripture that my sheep hear my voice and they follow me communicating to our five senses in poetic terms, to our ability to see, to our sight, to our hearing, to our our speaking, to our smelling in fact. We apprehend the physical world by exercising the faculties given to us for the purpose. We also possess spiritual faculties through which we can know God and the spiritual world. We access these features by obeying the spirit urge within us. So like we have senses in the physical, we also have supernatural or spiritual senses through which we communicate, transfer, receive spiritual things. The spiritual faculties of, our, of an unsaved man lies asleep and dormant inside of him. It exists, but it is not in use. It lays there dormant and still expecting some form of awakening. And this can only be quickened by a regenerating work done by the Holy Spirit. The renewed child of God, on the other hand, still is yet to access these faculties largely, or let me say most people that are regenerated children of God. They are still unable to access these faculties owing to mere unbelief, but this can be undone through faith. I'd like to quote um, something from the book, it says, the worshiping heart does not create its object. It finds him here when he wakes from his mortal slumber in the morning of its regeneration. So we awake from our slumbers, our spiritual slumber, when we are awakened through regeneration, I would like to quote, make another quote. It says, "Imagination projects unreal images out of the mind and seeks to attach reality to them. Faith creates nothing; it simply reckons upon that which is already there." So, faith, as the Bible calls it, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not sin, not things uncreated, not evidence of things that do not exist, the things that we do not see. So in the the realm of the spirits, there are several things that already exist, but based on human and physical realities, we might consider them impossible. Bible tells us that we have been blessed with all spiritual gifts in heavenly places. It is therefore left for us to make sure that these spiritual realities become physical, and that we enjoy them as God wants us to. I'd like to read something from the book again. It says here that the world is the world of sense intrudes upon our attention day and night for the whole of our lifetime. It is clamorous, insistent, and self-demonstrating. It does not appeal to our faith. It is here assaulting our five senses demanding to be accepted as real and final but sin has no clouded sin has so clouded the lenses of our hearts that we cannot see that other reality the city of god shining around us the world of sense triumphs the visible becomes the enemy of the invisible the temporal of the eternal that is the curse inherited by every member of adam's tragic race At the root of a Christian life lies belief in the invisible. The object of the Christian faith is unseen reality. To get the best out of a walk with God, out of a relationship with God, you have to be willing to subject yourself to believing in the unseen, believing beyond what your five senses can communicate to you. We have to be able to go into depths with God that requires our vulnerability and our submission to him. We must shift our interest from the seen to the unseen. The great unseen reality is God. The Bible says that he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Some form of diligence is required in seeking God to get some level of reward. There are some rewards you can get by peripheral seeking by just seeking him on the surface but there is some reward that you can only harness by diligent seeking by spending time focused focused on God focused on the throne of grace to receive from God the soul has eyes with which to see and ears with which to hear feeble they may be from long disuse they are restored to life by the life-giving touch of Christ Let the touch of God transform your soul and let it begin the work that it was created to do. The soul of man is contained with so much residue power that if we let ourselves open, God can channel so much supernatural resources into our soul. The spirit of God dwells inside of us, our spirits have been awakened, but the place of the soul where we sense things, need to be exposed to the supernatural also. That is the only way in which we can communicate supernatural realities to a physical world. Finally, I would like to read one last excerpt from from the chapter we are reading. It says, as we begin to focus upon God, the things of the Spirit will take shape before our inner eyes. Obedience to the Word of Christ will bring an inward revelation of the Godhead, John 14:21-23. It will give acute perception, enabling us to see God, even as His promise to the pure in heart. A new God consciousness will seize upon us, and we shall begin to taste and hear and inwardly feel the God who is our life and our all. There will be seen. The constant shining of the light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. More and more, as our faculties grow sharper and more sure, God will become to us the great all and His presence the glory and wonder of our lives. I hope that this has helped us to gain perspective on what it means to apprehend God. We're not bringing new thoughts into existence. We are only enforcing what already exists in the spirit, in our physical world we are bringing realities of the supernatural dimension into our physical world that is what this is that is what apprehending god does thank you for spending 10 minutes of your day with me i hope that it has been a blessing to you and i would like to say that you should have a beautiful day Thank you for joining me. I look forward to spending more time sharing this beautiful, inspirational word from God with you tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Bye bye.